do you know what body type skeletally, like from a skeletal standpoint, you kind of fall into because there's a science underneath this stuff. And I don't I don't feel like a lot of people are leveraging that science that's so in front of them because there's so much stigma around this health stuff. Lately, I've been making sure because it's been sunnier out, the sun is out, it's been warmer. I go step outside for like five, 10 minutes. I feel so much more awake. It's so weird. I could literally feel so dead tired. I go stand outside and I just feel better. Most of us are looking for hope answers to the madness, certainty that we'll be okay, and someone safe to help guide us through the most challenging parts of our lives. In a world that's changing and evolving every single day where chaos, uncertainty, and cycles we never chose wreak havoc on our lives, it's easy to feel lost, hopeless, and scared of what the future will hold. Evolve Ventures is here to provide that hope direction and data-driven strategies to growth-minded human beings just like you every Monday and Thursdays where each new episode is filled with vulnerable stories, interesting lessons, and simple tools you can use that will help you evolve into the person you were always meant to be. My name is Emilia and I'm Bianca and as the co-founders of Evolve Ventures we are so grateful to be a part of your evolution. Let's get into it. Hey everybody it's Bianca And this is Amelia. Welcome to another episode of Evolve Ventures, where Mm. we are helping growth-minded humans evolve by breaking one limiting belief at a time. Just one. one. We hope you enjoyed the last episode, Motivation Monday, number 183, Simple Coping Skills for Dealing with Stress. We really dove into a couple simple ways to help yourself in a heated moment, you know, when emotions are flaring and your heart's racing, you're like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. So we gave some really simple tools in there to help you kind of bring yourself back down to earth so you can, you know, move forward for today. (laughs) Number 184, five easy ways to feel healthier. The reason I wanted to do this episode was because Mm. health and fitness and all of these things is so unbelievably hard for so many of us. Like, Em, you and I have had so many conversations about this. And there was an episode that we did where I'm like on here bawling my eyes out as we're talking about like our relationship to our body and everything health and fitness and our relationship to our body Mm -hmm. it is genuinely something that almost everybody struggles with I don't think I've met someone who doesn't have like one iffy thing about their body or their appearance or whatever and there is so much unhelpful unhealthy information that's out there and I think it makes people so scared to even try it's like well, I don't know what to do and I don't know what to follow and what's the right thing for me and how can I make sure that, you know, I'm doing all the right things and I can't stay consistent with that and Mm -hmm. I can't do this and I can't do like there's so much out there and it's so intimidating for people that it's like I can't even try. And so my, my intention with this episode is to really help everyone to be able to just get started to give you really simple and easy things that you can do that you can feel good about yourself doing that are going to help you to feel healthier and to have a better relationship with your body and you know to just start feeling good in your own skin whether you're a man or a woman or whatever you identify as 
there's so much BS that's out there. And I really believe that if we just made the information a little bit easier to understand and feel a little more easier to do, more of us would do it. So my intention for today is to help all of you, to give you a few simple steps that can help you to start feeling healthier and to start feeling better in your own skin. So, M, what was your number one? Because I know we both had um, a few written out. We had a few, yeah. So we're going to... Um... We're going to jive through these. So again, healthy, I feel like I can't start this without saying that like what's going to be healthy, quote unquote, for me might not be what's healthy for you. So I want to call that out right from the get. These are some things that what I found my health improving upon these tools, I've seen me benefit from them. And in deployment of them with others in my research, as well as with individuals understanding the scientific studies, because I'm a nerd and I actually read those, (laughs) I'm seeing what are some of the most basic things that we almost take for granted. So you might have heard this before, and that's okay. I want to challenge each one of our listeners to apply these that we bring forward. What's one simple way that you can deploy or you can use in your life? Starting today, just today, and it doesn't have to be a big, massive leap, but just a small baby step. And for me, the number one was master your breathing. Now, I put Mm. a quick caveat on that, B, while you were just getting started, is by mastering your sleep. Because what I found is that so much of my life, right, so much of my life was like living in such a reactive state because I didn't realize like and and for me to try to like master my breathing that that would be extra challenging if I wasn't getting good sleep right how many of us have been on a day where everything is just seeming to slide off the rails mm-hmm. and it because it's because we got a terrible sleep the night before right so I don't want to set everyone up and say master your breathing and not talk about sleep because those two go hand in hand in order to master your breathing which is something that will inevitably help you in so many different realms of your life whether that's stress management that we talked about in the last episode whether that's leveraging the your workouts whether that's really just helping to bring more mindfulness into your life right we have to be recognizing the fact that our ability to master that jumps into our prefrontal cortex and the ability to respond versus react. And when we're not getting great sleep and when we're not getting even good quality sleep for the brain to be able to get out all that junk there from the day before, or maybe we're only on two, running on two hours of, uh, of sleep and have a belief system that we're a-okay, <laughs> our functionalities can't work the way that they're meant to, the way that they're, they're designed to. And so master your breathing by getting better sleep That's the first thing that I want to bring into the episode. When you get better sleep, you can start here. Master your breathing just by focusing in on, okay, box breaths. Maybe it's fire breaths, right? There's all different types of breath work that can serve you. And I want to encourage you, regardless of where you're at in life, this is something that's so easy and it's going to be a lot easier if you're getting better sleep. So that's my number one. <laughs> Do you want me to go remember. to number two or you want to jump up? Go ahead. Yeah, we can pitch and catch. Yeah. I remember the first time that you and I did the fire breathing when we were in Otis <laughs> and we were sitting on the dock meditating and I'm like, I'm going to pass out. It yeah, was pass out. Did you get it a was- good sleep the night before? 
<laughs> I did actually get a good sleep the night before. I woke mm-hmm. up. I saw the sunrise over the water. It was amazing. Bre- like, there's so much out there about, um, like, sleep. And we're all like, yeah, okay, whatever. But sleep is one of the biggest, one of the biggest contributors of whether you have good or bad mental health. Literally. Or the, the state of your mental health. Let me reframe it. The state of your mental health. If you are not sleeping, you cannot make good decisions and your emotions are going to be all over the place. So number one, Amelia, thank you for saying that. Mm. The num- One of the things that, or let me, let me start with what this is, daily movement. So number two, daily movement. Most of us, most of us believe that we have to go balls to the wall, two hours at the gym every single day. And... We set this expectation for ourselves, and nobody hits it. Mm-mm. And then we feel terrible because maybe you go one day and you can do it. Maybe you go two days, you can do it. Oh, you're sore the third day. You don't go and then you completely fall off. Mm. You know how many times I, f- I fell in that pattern? Ridiculous. Because it's unattainable. It's un... Not unattainable. Like, let me repair again. Me. It's unrealistic mm. for going from not going or going occasionally to trying to get yourself to go that often and that hard <laughs> we had some... every gym the first week of january <laughs> <laughs> and up until about the fourth week you know of the year <laughs> but m that's actually exactly why that happens because people set these unrealistic goals for themselves that they can't hit yeah it's not fair for themselves what if instead you said you know what Let me just move my body in a way that makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. What if that was just the goal? So like we have someone on the team. I was working with her the other day and she has 30 minutes of exercise as one of her goals to do every day. I'm like, how often are you doing this? She goes, I'm not doing it ever. I'm like, Mm -hmm. so maybe 30 minutes every single day is a bit unrealistic for you. I'm like, what would be more realistic? What can you, without a shadow of a doubt, hit every single day? And she's like, I could do 10 minutes. I'm like, awesome. Let's start there. And she's like, yeah, but that's like not even doing anything. And I said, Mm. maybe not. If that's how you want to frame it, yeah, maybe. But what's better? You saying you're going to do 10 minutes, doing it, and then being able to feel good about yourself and then increase it? Or saying... I'm going to do 35 to 40 minutes of exercise every single day and I'm never going to miss. And then you miss every day and you feel terrible. Mm. You're better off getting even just a little bit every single day or do something two to three times a week. Start there, right? Just do a little bit. Set more realistic goals for yourself so you can actually hit them. And then once you're able to do it, then increase because you're going to start feeling better in your body and you're going to want to do more and you'll be more capable of it. Like when I used to power lift, if I just went and I put 315 on my back and I squatted it, I would have broke my back, Yeah, which I did. But that was when I was 18 and I was deadlifting like a dumb dumb. <laughs> but anyways, I had to build up to that. And this is the same thing. You can't just dive in and go like super hard right off the get because you're going to get hurt. Mm -hmm. So not physically, but like emotionally, mentally, whatever. So number two, 
just do some sort of movement, whether it's a five-minute walk or stretching or three times a week you go do some sort of exercise, like a dance class or, you know, Zumba or, well, that is a dance class or whatever, <laughs> just whatever, whatever it is. Whatever it doesn't it have is. to, it doesn't have to be the gym. Do something that makes you feel good. Mm. I'm so shocked at how amazing these are every time. Like, I'm, it's the best investment I've made in a very, very long time. So thank you. You have found your purpose, girl, and you are living it out. <laughs> As someone who is coming while I'm recording this, this is my 397th day of consistent exercise of 30 minutes or more. That's awesome. What I want to share, thank you, B, and that's been really challenging. And shout out to my partner, Alan, who has helped me in this. If it's hard for me to just add three minutes, like I'm trying to increase from a 30 minute to a 45, and it's hard for me to be like, how the heck is, because the rest of your life rearranges. It has to. When you Mm -hmm. set that goal in just five minutes a day, the rest of your life rearranges to that. For someone who's been doing that so consistently, I can sit here and say even bumping from 30 to 40 has been extremely challenging. And so I can't tell everyone enough how important it is to do something like you said, B, that is in your belief system. It, you know, just 10 minutes. It might not be doing much from your fitness, achieving those goals, right, in terms of body composition and all that jazz. But to live a healthier lifestyle, moving every single day, there's so much impact to our central nervous system, to our bodies, to literally everything down to our sleep, right? So do make it small enough for you and don't let your ego tell you to not even try because of whatever meeting. That's something that's really, really huge. So just wanted to say that and really endorse what you said and really encourage everyone to start small and trust yourself that you'll build from there doesn't have to be anything crazy. Starting small and building is where it's at. It's like the tortoise and the hare analogy. All right. So the second one that I want to bring in, which is number three for y'all, I want to encourage everyone to leverage the formula that is you. For me, bringing mathematics into my lifestyle has been really beneficial for me. Leveraging what I understand now is my formula has been a really empowering example for me. What do I mean by that? What is your body type? So there's different body types and I'm talking about skeletal frame. I'm not talking about whether like body mass or anything like that, but what is your skeletal frame? Do you find yourself on the end of an ectomorph, a mesomorph, an endomorph? And if you don't know those terminologies, that's okay. That's where you can start to plug in to what your body type is. So when I found myself trying to figure out what my body type is. This this relates to your metabolism and all the things that that communicate to your unique specific needs. I realized like, ah, yeah, I have wider hips, skinnier waist, or like they're smaller. Those dimensions of my body are unique to me, but also I know there's other people that have, you know, this body type. What does that mean from a formula standpoint? What does that mean in terms of the amount of calories that from an energy standpoint really serves my body, right? Really has me feeling abundant versus what would it look like to kind of play with some of these formulas of energy in, energy out? And what would that do to my body type? How would that change it in a way that serves me, that makes me feel fulfilled, aligned, happy, and sexy, right? (laughs) Those are the things that I want everyone in this episode (laughs) 
I was talking to a client and, and I asked her, I said, do you know what body type skeletally, like from a skeletal standpoint, you kind of fall into because there's a science underneath this stuff. And I don't, I don't feel like a lot of people are leveraging that science that's so in front of them because there's so much stigma around this health stuff. And there's so much shame and blame and guilt and, and body dysmorphia that we've passed down generationally because we've meant to look at our bodies in a specific way, but not from a scientific lens of understanding it to help it. Right. Mm. So that's, this is what I want to encourage everyone. The, the healthy thing, and there goes my timer, the healthy thing, right? What I've found to benefit me and other clients is leveraging the formula that is you. And this is strictly from a body type standpoint, from a skeletal scientific frame. I'm going to quickly go through the last two because there's so much information out there regarding this and we just don't have enough time to really do an in-depth analysis of this. So number one or number four, water. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I need to drink water. Yeah. Eight glasses, whatever. It's so much more (laughs) than that though. It is so much more than that. One of the biggest, I found this with me. Okay. Everyone looking at the um, camera who's watching this on YouTube. If you're not watching this on YouTube, you don't necessarily need to. I have a three-quarter gallon jug that Mm. my partner gave me because she was like, are you drinking your water? You're like wicked dehydrated. And I'm like, no, I haven't. And she's like, why? And I'm like, honestly, I don't like my water bottle. Like, I don't like (laughs) drinking everything. I don't like drinking from it. Like, I don't like water bottles that have the spout that I have to like. It's like a straw because I don't see yours has the straw, though. So this is my boba cup and my boba cup has a thick straw. That's the only reason why I'm cool with it, because it more water into mouth at a at a faster rate. So like (laughs) it matters. But like if it were a skinny or small straw, I'd be like, heck no, I hate it. So it's funny because there's nuances to that. You have to like it to your point. Yeah. If you do not like, I know this is so ridiculous. Like everyone knows, you know, drink more water. You're <laughs> going to feel better. Your bo- It flushes out all the crap in your body. Yeah, whatever. Okay. But like, what if you could drink from a water bottle you actually liked? So like this water bottle that my partner gave me, I also put the Evolve logo on there, right? She a little cute. sticky, sticky. Um, <sighs> I put a sticker on here. I'm more likely to drink it and I have been drinking it more Mm. because there's more water in it and I I just I like the way that the the jug is so I'm more likely to drink from it Mm -hmm. putting stimulants and stuff and like uh, flavors in the water it makes me more likely to drink it Uh, honestly you know what I'm realizing I drink Zoas not because of the caffeine but because of the taste yeah i like how it takes obviously i need the caffeine too like don't don't get me wrong okay this is interesting do you like the color of that can hell yeah it's my favorite color flavor i remember another episode we talked about like how i got to the extreme of like dropping in water coloring if you really need to like drink water like it's crazy what those things will do for you well so no because i used to drink the same flavor when this was a different can they rebranded right you can't see it anyways but like make it a more enjoyable experience. Like yeah. we get older and it's like, I can't have fun. I can't do these things, whatever, these silly things. It's like, no, I'm going to put that. stickers all over my jug and I'm <laughs> going to give it some flavor and I'm more likely to drink it and I will feel better. The final thing, the final one that I will talk about briefly is sunlight. 
Mm. Andrew Huberman does a really, really good job. He has so many videos out there. Honestly, go watch his videos and he'll... He has more explanations of like why it's so important and what to do and whatever. But getting sunlight every single day. And if you live in like New England, like we do, and it's not always sunny, having um, the like sunlights. So like the bright lights, it makes a huge difference with your sleep. It mm-hmm. makes a huge difference with how your body feels. So lately i've been making sure because it's been sunnier out the sun is out it's been warmer i go step outside for like five ten minutes i feel so much more awake mm-hmm. it's so weird i could literally feel so dead tired i go stand outside and i just feel better mm-hmm. like my i feel more awake and energized and then i come back in here and i do what i gotta do so water sunlight some type of movement that makes you feel good. Maybe learning a little bit about what your body type is. So maybe down the line, you can figure out what's going to be right for you and sleep. Five very simple things that you can do that are going to help you to feel better, to help you have a healthier, more functional life for you. And that's a wrap. <laughs> that's facts. Oh, episode suggestions. So many things underneath this, but we do not have time. And this is hopefully um, exactly what you need for today. So, my episode suggestion is 160. Are you dismissing the little things? Strong work. 16. Why longevity, health, wellness, and fitness? An oldie, but always a goodie. An oldie. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. We know firsthand how important it is to have a safe space with people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. What's great too is that you don't even need to have your camera or mic on. You can just listen in. Click the link in the show notes to register for the next topic to kickstart your growth. Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place where you can connect with us live and in a fun, lighthearted way. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses, and these are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, Please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy, medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity.